You get all our thoughts from Brown's OTA practices. We talk about the significance of the Browns quarterback room, the way it is currently constructed, and knowing Deshaun Watson is getting $238 million guaranteed, how much is too much to ask for him to switch to your number? All that and more with your hosts, Jeff Lloyd and Garrett Bush, on your latest Locked On Browns. You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on ELOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Friday. We are heading into Memorial Day weekend. Most of you kids in Ohio is over. School's yeah. out for summer. We got a great episode of Lockdown Browns. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Your host, Garrett Bush, at G Bush 91. We've got, obviously, things to talk about here from OTAs. Um, we're going to talk about the significance of the way the Cleveland Browns quarterback room is currently constructed. Um, and if you don't understand, you need to look around the NFL, look around the history of the NFL, and certainly look around for some teams currently in the NFL for what the Browns are actually doing in that quarterback room. We're going to have a little fun here. Obviously, we saw Deshaun Watson gift Anthony Walker yesterday, obviously, for you know giving up jersey number four for the new quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, but me and G. Bush, we, we got some questions here. $238 million guaranteed. You know, and Anthony didn't ask for nothing. So the question would be, if you did – I would have gave it up too. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. But the question is, is did Anthony, if $238 million was guaranteed, did Anthony Walker get enough? We're going to get to all that in the third segment here. Um, but what we got to see yesterday, G, and what we've seen to this point here is, you know, you see Deshaun Watson. And one thing we talked about yesterday and we wanted, we talked about is we want to see a little more creativity with, you know, an upgrade with the quarterback um, and the athleticism. One thing you saw yesterday, and this is probably one of the Browns didn't want to get out. A, a you faked a you know you used Nick Chubb in a play action you faked a screen to Kareem Hunt you nailed a skinny post over the middle to Amari Cooper this is kind of what we're talking about here you got a lot of toys a lot of guys on defense looking at this Browns offense are going to be head on a swivel like well it could go there it could go there oh man he's in he's in you know the palette is there for Coach Stefanski to be the ultimate painter to be the Van Gogh we want to see this stuff. Shoot, man. I'll I tell you what, from all uh, purposes, for all intensive purposes, I've reached out personally to the people that was out there for OTAs. I can't be out there. I got 96 shows. We'll try to get y'all in training camp. <laughs> got 96 shows. We got stuff to do around here. Um, but from all intensive purposes, I've reached out to multiple people, whether they be on the radio, whether they be beat reporters, whether they be guys who, who are just doing uh, regular television stuff. And they said it just looks different with the Deshaun Watson. I mean, when you get some of the glimpses and they're saying, listen, this this ball is it's on it's on people, it's on the money, uh, the rollouts, the athleticism, uh, some of the different things they've doing in the play calling, and people saying the offense just look different. It just they can't explain the crispness, uh, the, his athletic ability is just on full display, and that is what see, and, and you know, you told like me and you always say, man. 
we we football junkies at heart. We I mean we don't really deal with the gossip. We don't really like the tabloid stuff. And we you know when you look at what's going to happen on the field, he's gonna he's gonna ingratiate himself with fans on the field. What he does on the field and the things that he does well are on the field. When you talk about his performance, when you talk about his arm strength, when you talk about accuracy, when you talk about extending plays, these are all the things that when you finally get to see this dude play, and, and, and don't get it twisted. You haven't seen him play in a year, so people, some people have forgotten how dynamic and, and, and great he is of a quarterback. But when it comes on and you see it, combined with some of these other tools, some of these backs, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, you just mentioned, new toy Amari Cooper, you're gonna be like, what? This did this is that deal. This is to me, and I said it a couple years ago. This will be bar none. Think about it. We we had Odell Beckham and Baker. We thought was we we thought was good then. This will <laughs> this will be your best offense that all of us have seen and since since the cardiac kids and since Bernie was putting up numbers to Brennan and Webster Slaughter and Langhorn and got Metcalf and this this is gonna be the best offense that we've seen collectively as a Cleveland Browns fan base since, I, I'm not going to say 99, I'm going to say since the 60s or 70s. I, I mean, they're, they're that good. Well, part of that, of course, is the evolution of the game and the evolution of the game of becoming basketball essentially on grass and trying you know, to get athletes everywhere. The Browns have done that to tight end position, have certainly done that to the wide receiver position, the running back position, stuff we have you know, touched at here. Um, you add an upgrade at the quarterback position, You know, a guy with a more accurate throwing arm than certainly Baker Mayfield had last season, a guy who can throw the deep ball, a guy who has legs that he can use not just in an emergency situation, but certainly to his advantage. So it gives Coach Stefanski, you know, an opportunity to expand to the playbook as it, you know, as it already stood. And there were times where it looked really good for Coach Stefanski with Baker Mayfield quarterbacking this team. But it gives you now a whole new slew of options. We got to see some players yesterday. You know, David Bell with a couple of big receptions. You know, as he's starting to get his feet wet. You know, working with now QB one, uh, your boy Isaiah uh, Watson. If uh, Isaiah Weston, if nobody saw it. Yesterday, um, you know, this was a player Garrett highlighted and wanted to see maybe he had an opportunity here to at least start an early name for himself and maybe see if he can build up and build off upon that. You know, come late July, come August, once spring training game, I'm sorry, once preseason games start getting underway. Um, so that was fun for me. I think one of the other things that stood out is not only was Jadavian Clowney in town, not only did we get that physical out of the way, not only did we sign that contract, Jadavian Clowney. Much to, I think, everybody's surprise said, where's my pads? Where's my helmet? Where's my gear? Let's go. If, if I'm here, I'm going to work, man. You know, I, it, you know, I, I decided I'm a little bit ready before maybe, you know, I ended my summer a tad bit early. Let's get to work. I'm here. Let's get it done. Loved it. See, that, that this is what, and people have been already <laughs> saying, I love, I love how Deshaun Watson is getting guys galvanized leadership i just kept hearing it dude just he comes in and true, we, we we follow what we rocking with him and that type of leadership spills down and trickles down and you see it now Jadavian clowny last year i ain't doing that i'm i'm i'll catch y'all later I, I got some i'll do some abs and some some dips and crunches when i get to the crib i ain't got no time for this no Jadavian clowny in working he's in there trying to get better trying to get ready to go for this season because and this is a different level of focus for the Browns. I think 
there's one or two things that can happen when you got adversity. You could all come together and you could say this is us versus the world or it'll split you apart. One of the things that happened, I believe, is the galvanization of, of them coming back from the Bahamas, those guys coming back from that retreat, and him getting guys all on the same page and saying, look, hey, this year is going to be a tough year, fellas. Trust me. I, I already know. And a lot of it is going to be on me and what I'm hearing. But I'm here to tell you, my job is to get in here every single day and work. That will not be an issue. And guys, I feel a rallying around that already. And you can see it in the trickle-down effect with guys like Jadavian Clowney saying, I need to be a part of this. I want to be a part of this off-season program because we feel mm -hmm. we can do something special. And that's, you know, and uh, obviously Anthony Walker took to the podium, and we'll get to Anthony Walker a little bit later. And what was his comment on, you know, his first hearings, his first interactions with Jadavian Clowney upon hearing the news that Jadavian Clowney was going to re-sign in Cleveland? Anthony Walker said, I got a two-word text message, Super Bowl. Um, and I think maybe this team, and look, there was bravado last year that everybody thought this was certainly a possibility and a goal that this team could attain in 2021. I think we all felt that even after week one, when this team lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, mid-second quarter, week two, home opener against the Houston Texans, and Baker Mayfield went running off the field, basically using his right arm to hold his left arm on his body, and I think everybody said, oh. Yeah. And that is maybe where the issues kind of arose. To Baker's credit, he did everything he could. He went out there every week he physically could. The game wasn't the same. I think part of him obviously got, you know, frustrated with the injury. And then Baker has always had that had had that one issue of one mistake. Well, that's all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna circumnavigate that one mistake with one throw. And it don't work that way. That's when you end up kind of chasing ghosts and the mistakes end up piling up here. But I do agree the Bahamas trip made a huge difference because especially with the timing of it, these guys essentially just got back into town, went to perspective wherever they live, packed their bags. And it was kind of like, you know, when you, you know, when you were in college, it's like, I'm going to go sleep for 16 hours. We'll all meet up again. We're going to do this again. Right. And that's right. it. Now the parties in Berea, everybody kind of knows everybody, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he likes Miller Lite. My man, he don't drink. Just get him a 32 ounce water. He's going to sit in the corner on a couch. He's quiet at the club. He don't do nothing. But now that everybody kind of has the initial tendencies and understands everybody a little bit better, this huge, huge move for Deshaun Watson. Obviously, A, number one, saying, look, you know, like you said, there's going to be some BS we got to deal with this year, and that's because of me. Uh, and I'm sorry. You yep. know what I'm saying? I can't – and the other thing, Deshaun Watson, look, he can't undo that part of it. It's out there. It's going to continue to be out there. But he's got to show these guys, look, when I am here and it, it comes down to Cleveland Browns football – I am going to be everything I am supposed to be as the quarterback of this team. And I think that's what you're hearing. Certainly Nick Chubb spoke on that, and everybody knows Nick Chubb is a man of few, few words. So you got four sentences from Nick Chubb basically speaking on that, which is huge because that you might not get four sentences from Nick Chubb between now and the rest of the season. <laughs> right. So that was big. Um, we're going to come here next. Um, the way the Browns quarterback room here is currently constructed, and we're going to let G. Bush kick off this second segment when we get to it. Um, you know, the fact that it's it is an all black quarterback room. Um, it's an evolution of the position. Um, I think the way the game is being played now um, certainly, you know, aids to the fact of, you know, we like having athleticism at, at the position. Uh, we like having guys who can make some really, really great plays. Um, and, you know, it, it, they're all different. And it's not like this is, you know, trying to you know race point this in any way because, you know, Jacoby Brissett, 
you know, I'll tell you right now, you give me two weeks, I might beat Jacoby Brissett in a 40. Um, yeah, that's day. <laughs> and then we got Josh Dobbs, who's basically a damn, you know, I mean, he's on the on the level of being an astronaut one day, which is just a crazy thing to talk about here. But it's important and it, and it's significant. And, you know, certainly and with some of the older guard of the NFL, this is something that maybe some teams totally aren't you know down with. But what we see with the Cleveland Browns is it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter your race, race your ethnicity, or your sex. If we think you can get it done, we're going to give you that opportunity. We're going to get that here in a minute. More coming. You locked on Browns. Host Garrett Bush and Jeff Lloyd. I have started to take AG1, new partner of us here over at Locked On Browns. Look, I get up almost every day at 6 a.m. I've got two teenage girls. I got to get up and get moving while my wife gets herself ready for her school day. Um, to equate it to the point of, you know, the beginning of Saving Private Ryan. It's kind of what it looks like here. But the problem is I got to be go. I got to have energy. I, my thought process got to be there. Do you have this, this, and this in your backpack? Are you ready for this, this? I could get that by maybe taking a bunch of vitamins. But guess what? Early in the morning, no food in your stomach. That doesn't work. I pour my coffee. I grab a bottle of water. I dump AG1 in there. All of a sudden, it's kind of like the lights start to go on. And I'm a little bit more functional and a little more with it right away. So with AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptions to help you start your day the right way. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, improves your energy, improves your recovery, improves your focus, and helps with aging. Good thing for me. So with AG1, you know, I've recommended it to my wife. She takes it a couple of times a week. It helps her through the, you know, the Mondays of the week. It helps her when she's got to get up early on the weekends and do some of the stuff that she couldn't get to during the week. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It helps. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no test, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. And it tastes pretty good. Uh, is a, uh, AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to improve your performance and just take great care of yourself. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up on a complicated supplemental routine to recover. This cost him over $100 a day. Using AG1, you're in the $350 to $4 range. It's a huge difference. I mean, you know, you spend that money at Starbucks, what's another three bucks as it is? Athletic Greens is a climate neutral company. In 2020, AG purchased carbon credits to support projects protecting old growth in the rainforest. For every purchase, we donate to organizations helping to get nutritious meals to kids in need, including No Kids Hunger here in the United States. In 2020, AG donated over $1.2 million to kids. Again, that was in 2020. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with a convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. Me, your boy G. Bush is in the building. Jeff Lloyd is in the building. 
Um, make sure you guys go ahead and hit that subscribe button. If you are listening on podcast versions, you, we are everywhere that the podcast can possibly be. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe to that, download the podcast, and make sure you are subscribing to the YouTube channel. See, the YouTube channel, you got to get to that because, listen, you can listen to it now, but you don't want to miss the, the great content that we got coming out through the summer. We'll, we'll have other people on. We may have some players. We'll, we'll try to get some more media members. We got a lot of things coming here on the podcast, so you want to be locked on, no pun on, on words, locked on with me and Jeff Lloyd and locked on the Browns podcast. Uh, Jeff, you talked about this a little bit before we went to break. Uh, the, the construction of the Browns uh, uh, quarterback room. And this is something that we definitely need to talk about and get into. And a lot of people, um, and, and I'm impressed with preface this to start this out with, you know, I'm, I'm a historian, um, not by trade, but I, I'm a big fan of history. Um, and there's a lot of different things in our history of our country and the history of the world that I study. Um, from 1300s all the way up to today, whether that's the Great Depression, whether that's great wars or things that happen, in, you know, with, with different um, generals or whatever the case may be. I'm a big history buff. And one of the things that we have to take in consideration is the history of the quarterback position and African-Americans being able to play that position. This is being something that that this goes way back to the inception of football, where African-Americans were steered in other positions not able to play the quarterback position. It was once upon a time thought black people weren't intelligent enough to be a quarterback or they couldn't be the leader of a huddle or lead over a locker room um, because other people wouldn't follow them. Progressively, there were some you know pioneers that broke the, the mold, the Warren Moons, the Randall Cunninghams of the world. Uh, and, and way before that, there was there's names of guys who broke the, that kind of barrier. But to, but to look at it, you know, now the Cleveland Browns have three individuals who are African-American uh, that are in their quarterback room, an all-black quarterback room. And a lot of people are saying, well, why does it matter? Why does why does race matter? Why does that matter? Why are you guys pointing that out? I think sometimes when we talk about race, we got to take ourselves out of it. Um, I always say that you understand your context and your history so you know where to go and where you're going to continue to follow the roadmap uh, of where you're moving forward. And so... If you look at it from a historical standpoint, it is something to be saying, wow, 60 years ago, 50 years ago, we would have never had this, right? And now all of a sudden, it's just here. Inadvertently, all those guys can play ball. All those guys have different skill sets. All those guys are different. However, you shouldn't be offended by somebody um, pointing out something in a historical uh, standpoint um, and taking yourself, making it be about well, are you trying to say that there's something wrong with all white quarterbacks? No, it's it's from a standpoint of saying, hey, we were at a certain place in our country where we couldn't get one quarterback, not one playing quarterback. Now you got a position where you have all black quarterbacks and they were all they're drafted by a general manager that happens to be black. That is that is something to be, you know, look at. And it's, 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 it's a historical point at this time. 
and there's been you know significant players at the position and you know over time you talk about warren moon warren moon is still a player i talk about i don't think i've ever seen a prettier spiral in my entire life i'm 48 years old i don't think anybody threw a prettier ball than warren moon um you know gutsy players obviously doug williams huge huge mm. super bowl for the washington how redskins for, how can we forget about doug shout out to yeah. you jeff for that give me that yeah and doug williams was not even supposed to be the quarterback obviously there was an injury doug williams ended up being the quarterback that year obviously took that team to a super bowl title um, but the importance and the significance of it is, and it's leaving no stone unturned. I mean, you go down to, you know, whatever age group, um, you know, when traditionally, you know, some guys, you know, if you were the fastest kid and you know, this that isn't necessarily you know, race involved, you were the fastest kid, guess what? Pop Warner and Youth League, guess what? You're the tailback. We'll find yep. somebody to hand it to you. We'll find the biggest kids, the toughest kids, they'll block and hopefully you can run for, you know, six touchdowns for every Sunday. Um, but it's, you know, it's maybe not necessarily what said kid wanted to do. Um, and now with the opportunity here where kids are so many multi-sport athletes. Um, so you know what? A kid may have a great throwing arm, but he's only allowed to use it playing shortstop or he's only allowed to use it playing center field or catcher even. Um, you know, so and then or you have a kid who is a dynamic point guard and he can find holes, hit a bounce pass that nobody ever saw coming. Those things can translate over to the quarterback position. So it, it, doing this and, and understanding that it is an avenue that any kid can play any position if they put the work in, they put the time in. And look, there's still NFL teams that don't agree with this and don't view this. I mean, you know, New York Giants, prime example. I, I think they may have had one or two games in their history that were started at the quarterback position by a man of color. You know, for the Browns to do this, and I don't know necessarily if this was their intent, or even this was their goal. They made a move for Deshaun Watson. We maybe need a veteran here that could either maybe play six games, eight games, ten games. We need an intelligent quarterback who will not make mistakes because we got a good running game. We got a good offensive line. We got a good defense. And keep in mind, we're saying these things in the old regard. What would that have been? Where's the third 37-year-old white quarterback who won't make a couple of mistakes? We're not yeah. talking about that type of guy. We're talking about a man of color, Jacoby Brissett. Again, not a very athletic guy. Um, so it, it, it's refreshing to see that the Browns will explore any and all avenues. So for this to be taking place for the Browns, and again, you know, the fact that it's being done, and I'm not even sure that this was their intention. They needed quarterbacks. Obviously, they were moving on from the quarterback they had. They were moving on from the backup quarterback they had. They essentially did not have a third quarterback um, this year. Obviously, you're going to need a third quarterback for how long? We don't know. Obviously, a lot of that depends, and it's in the hands of the NFL for the determination of how long the Browns need a third quarterback. And Josh Dobbs' track, track record to this point isn't fantastic, but one of the avenues there for Josh Dobbs is he's worked closely with Deshaun Watson. They both share the same quarterback coach. So the two of them can work in unison and, you know, where Josh can say, hey, you know, much as Case Keenum did, hey, look, this is what I'm noticing here on the iPad. Did you pick this up? And, you know, maybe Deshaun, oh, wow, man, that's good, that's good. Or, hey, you know what, he always preaches to us when we're doing our drills in the spring and the summer, you know, that, you know, that, that fifth step before you planted was a little short. So maybe that's why that ball got tipped at the line. You know, we're always preaching to us about that. So you have a guy that works well. And meanwhile, you have a guy with Deshaun who's going to get all this playing time, can give some tips to Josh Dobbs and saying, you know, hey, you got to look out for this. I know you don't get a ton of live reps. You don't get a ton of practice reps. But I'm going to tell you right now, watch Anthony Walker. He's going deep. You thinking he's taking a step forward. You're going to think you have that guy going under, you know, going behind him. You ain't. Anthony Walker's deking you into that, that type of stuff. 
So it, it, it's it's a partly because these guys all know each other and know each other pretty well. But it's nice to just see the culmination of this. And to, the fact that Andrew Barry and the way that this team operates now is we don't care. We don't care who you are, what you are. Hey, like I said, color, ethnicity. You know, I'm saying I don't care if you celebrate Christmas, you hate Christmas. You know, I don't care. Whatever it is. If I think you can improve this franchise, guess what? We want you to come work here. That's it. That's it. You know, you look at you can look at it from his quarterback room. We talked about uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I believe we you know, having women on the staff, you have women in the front office, you have women on the practice field, you have women in the in the meeting rooms, you got an all black quarterback room. It's just not saying that, you know, this is some agenda where we want to just be no, what he's saying is, hey. I don't care what you do. You know, you could be a Martian. Can you help us win? Can you help us scout? Your religion could be voodoo. We don't care. <laughs> hey, just just make sure you don't put a spell on me. <laughs> man, make sure you put no spell on me. Hey, but he's all good to go, man. So, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about it. And, and like we said before, hey, if it turns out next year, hey, he could have put four or five white quarterbacks back there because it would be quite, quite as kept. There are some people that are af Ryan Tannehill is a very athletic quarterback. Josh Marcus Allen. Mar Josh Allen, Marcus Mariota, extremely Joe Burrow. These are all uh, these are all white guys that can move now. Don't play, don't don't get it twisted. These guys can extend play. So it's a lot of narratives and tropes and different things with that. But with that being said, you know, it's just something that we, to look at and, and say where we've come at and where the league is going and um it's a it's a positive step forward. And what do we know with anything? The first person to do something basically says, opens the door where other people are like, all right, well, we don't, you know, we don't necessarily, it, it's not odd. It's not different. And ball gets rolling. And, you know, the way, you know, it is now, of course, with any professional sport, there's a million fantastic athletes out there of any color, of any race. And like I said, it goes down to the youth leagues, you know, give these kids the opportunity. If kid says he wants to try and play quarterback, give him the opportunity. Don't pigeonhole any kid into any Position, give everybody an opportunity. We got one more segment to get to here. Um, and we're going to have a little fun with this one here as we close it out. Friday is Memorial Day weekend. I feel bad for my money, G. Bush. Everybody get rolling on the cookouts. G's going to be like, where's the salad? I'm trying yeah. to lose some weight. I can't let Bull kick my butt. So we're going to get to all that here as we continue on your Friday, Locked On Browns. If you are not subscribed to the Locked On Browns podcast, whatever podcast platform you use, now is the perfect time to do that. Five-star ratings, written reviews, hit those first, guys. Always helps uh, you know, push the show and obviously draw new others here. YouTube, now two weeks in here. Locked On Browns, available on YouTube. Closing in on 500 subscribers. I still want more. G. Bush still wants more. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. Get active in the comments. Throw some likes to it. Again, just a way to draw more and more people here. To the folks that have always been here, we certainly appreciate you. To the folks that are new here and basically setting up shop, pitching tents, we appreciate you too. We appreciate everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen, day in, day out. Jeff. Welcome back. We we back on Locked On Browns podcast. We you know get out there, enjoy the weekend. Get out there, enjoy that Memorial Day weekend. Eat something for me because your boy can't have it. Uh, <laughs> I'm Where's the grilled me. chicken with no flavor? Yeah, yeah, is no, all over it. No barbecue sauce. The dry chicken. Don't make the chicken dry. <laughs> by the way, marinate no. your chicken. <laughs> but you know, Jeff, we talked about this a little bit. Deshaun Watson. You know, this guy. He's a he's a he's a good ball player. Down. He he's. He's good on the field, but he's good with his teammates because he's he's pulling out all the stops. Already been in Bahamas with the offense. 
then you know how we do it in the league. I love this about the league is there's always kind of unwritten things, right? So, you know, Deshaun Watson obviously wears number four, been wearing it back in, back to his Clemson days. And usually when we get here, your man Anthony Walker has the number four. So usually what happens is, you know, they make a deal or a barter, especially if you are a, a, a top, if you're the quarterback or you making the most money or you're the marquee guy. Usually they went out. But they don't give up stuff for free. They don't give nothing up for free. So uh, it looks like Deshaun Watson has his number four. Uh, Anthony Walker has switched his number. I don't know what it is now, but he switched it. 55? Five. Oh, he went to five. Okay. He went to number five. Uh, he got Case Keenum's old number. Get up out of here, Case. Um, and now we see what his present and gift was for that. So, you know, he's on the, he's on the stage, and Deshaun Watson pulls up on him. It gives him that brand new Rolex. I said, "Oh man, you said Jeff, you said something funny though. You, you think he got off? You think he got off kind of cheap?" Well, the, here's the thing though: Anthony Walker got did get more than that. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Anthony Walker, and the reason he wore number four it was his high school number. Still holds his high school program very passionate. Deshaun cut a check for 50k to his high school program. Obviously, new cleats, pads, helmets, whatever the high school oh, program really? needs. Yes, yeah, so, oh, we're we're not we're still not done yet. Um, so obviously, you know, for Walker, obviously that meant something. And last year, remember the Browns weren't one of these teams where everybody was rocking in single digits last year. Anthony Walker was one of the few who yeah. had a different number at a different position. Obviously JOK wore 28 as a linebacker too. Um, also he is going to be picking up the tab for Anthony Walker's suits this season for, uh, game day. So certainly a nice, nice windfall, but also here, you know, Deshaun Watson, Anthony Walker, we're going to go do this together. You're the middle linebacker. I'm the quarterback, so we're going to go. We're going to get fitted. We're going to get suits made. But what are we going to do while we're doing this? We're going to be talking ball. We're going to get more understanding of each other. Obviously, these two know, know each other pretty well, played against each other in the AFC South many, many times. So it's two players working in unison, obviously. Um, but my thing is, G, is what's too much to ask for here? You know Deshaun Watson's got $238 million coming to him, and Anthony Walker didn't really ask for anything. So, you know, uh, can I get, like, draft? Or like, you know, you know, how about you? I was always thinking about it, getting a timeshare in Costa Rica. Can you make that happen for like the next, I don't know, ever? Man, you know. What's too much I, to ask for? I, I mean, he could probably get a car up out of him. I mean, you think about it. He already paid. Between a Rolex, between the 50K and between the suits. Oh, that's a hell of a nice that, car. That's, that's, that's at least 150 right there. Right. That's 150 right there. You can get a nice little cheap foreign car. I mean, I said cheap. Uh, you get you a little Aston Martin. You might be able to get you a little Porsche with one one fifty. And so he 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 could have asked for a car and got it. I think he could have got away with just a cash if he was like, man, give me two hundred thousand. All right, cool. He or he could have got away with him paying for certain things. Like he said, all right, I need you to pay for. College I do an outing. Yep. I I, pay, I do all the outings with the linebackers. I need you to pay for the outings with the linebackers. We do a dinner on Thursday, get it catered or whatever, have it send it over to the house. He could have did it. But when you got 230, you got 230, Jeff. I mean, that money ain't running out. Where's that going? No, it ain't going nowhere, man. It ain't going. He ain't got no kids yet. So hey, man, it's not even like he's got to have that stuff, you know, you know, earmarked for the future. Uh, I had a blast here today. Look, it's Friday. It's Memorial Day weekend for most of you families in Ohio. It's not just Memorial Day weekend. It's literally your kickoff to summer. No more school, no more books, no more homework. Get kids to school, packing lunches. Nonsense is over, people. So enjoy every second of that. Got to a ton here today. Certainly we talked about th first thoughts of OTAs. 
uh, the significance of the Cleveland Browns in a all-black quarterback room and had a little fun here with Anthony Walker getting gifted from Deshaun Watson. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you follow and subscribe to Lockdown Browns. Five-star ratings, written reviews, YouTube, subscribe, comments, likes for your boys here as we continue the growth path of this show over there. Having a blast here two weeks in the new transition partnership here on Lockdown Browns. Your host, G. Bush, at G. Bush 91. Joining me, uh, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. We've had a blast thus far. And again, as we keep saying, we ain't even really talking ball yet. Just wait till we get to that point, of course. So with all of that, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.